Hello, everybody. This is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And for the month of May, I am doing things a little bit different than what I've been doing. And um, so I hope you're excited. I today, um, not today, but today I'm talking about uh, two years of podcasting and imposter syndrome. So I wanted to uh, talk about for a few minutes about you know two years and uh, podcasting and what it's done for me and what it's meant for me or to me and um and where i came from at that you know that point in time when i decided to do a podcast i started out wanting to interview uh, mothers with exceptional stories and um, sometimes it's hard to get people to talk <laughs> I thought it would be easy because, you know, some of my family members don't ever shut up. So, <laughs> but, um, so then I just started interviewing guests who have some great insights that could just help mothers with depression and anxiety. And, um, and so that's where I've been doing for the past couple of years. And it's hard to believe, but I've got 85 episodes. Um, a lot of those are um, some I replayed because they're, I just thought they were really, really good conversations. And I've had so much fun um, talking to people that I necessarily would never talk to before. Um, if any of you know me, I'm naturally an introvert. However, I think there are some misconceptions about introverts that they don't like to talk at all. But I find that introverts are really talkative people. They just need to be in a very um, safe, controlled environment. <laughs> so if you know any introverts, you know what I'm talking about. So um, so some of the things that I've learned over the years um, with doing podcasting is that um, there's so much I still don't know in general about people in general. Um, I, you know, I live in a flyover state and most people assume that you know, a lot of those um, people are ignorant and uncultured, which is not true. Um, a lot of your flyover state people love culture and they love to learn about different people, different environments, um, different cultures. Um, they like to try new things. And um, and that's I fit into that category. Um, so so today. You know, I have two years because I did my first interview in the month of May, um, right after we were in lockdown with COVID. And I had um, hired a coach to help me deal with my depression and my anxiety. And excuse me, one of the things that she had me focus on was working on goals and projects and things like that. So, um, I just got this brilliant idea one day to talk about because I was so focused on myself. I was feeling depressed about myself. And so I thought, you know what? I'm sick of just focusing on, I mean, I'm not going to be depressed anymore. 
when am I not going to have anxiety anymore? So I thought, well, I will talk to other people who's had worse experiences than me. And so that's where all that came about. Um, my first interview was with my mom. And then my second interview was my son. Uh, my mom was a single parent, raised five children. And then after we were all out of the house, she raised, um, she raised, Lord help me. She went and got her associate's degree in child, um, childhood education which we tease her that she did it completely backwards. She should have done that first before she had kids. <laughs> so she said that she probably, they may not would have, they probably wouldn't have let her have any kids if they, <laughs> if they known. But anyway, none of us should have kids because we're crazy um, parents anyway. But um, so, so I interviewed her and then, um, so that started that whole journey back then. And it's amazing to see how people will go through something and they, while they're going through it, it's like the worst thing possible for them, but then they get through it and they just keep going. They just continue on. They, you know, they, they go on to the next thing in their life, whether it's a good or a bad thing. Um, there are other people I know that have had so many bad things happen to them or in their life and yet they still smile and i'm thinking of one right now um just tragedy after tragedy after tragedy so before i um go on i just want to remind everybody if you're watching on youtube please comment like and subscribe to the channel trust me um if you believe the algorithm is a hoax it it might be but it really does help my numbers. And I've been asking for that for a long time. And some of y'all just don't listen to nothing. <laughs> so you're like me, you fly by the seat of your pants. You think, oh, next time I listen, I'll comment, like, and subscribe. Now, <laughs> you need to do it now, people. <laughs> I watched the, uh, this YouTube channel. I love it. Love him to death. He's, He's autistic and he has a, his own cleaning business. So he goes in and cleans porterhouses on the weekends for free. And uh, he'll just be going on about cleaning and, and his method and how he does it. And then all of a sudden he'll be like, I need you to, to like my video. You don't have to, if you want, don't want to be, or if you don't want to, but if you don't, you're going to be a double worshiper. So <laughs> I could start saying that, you know, but anyway he's pretty funny you should check him out it's midwest cleaning and it's him and sometimes his son and he's very uh, meticulous in how he does things and he describes how how he does it and why he does it and uh i just love watching him plus he's uh, always talking about doing these roundhouse kicks and and <laughs> then talking about his son and <laughs> he, he's a mess but anyway i enjoy watching his videos so, um, so if you're watching my video on YouTube, I want you to comment, like, and subscribe. If you've already subscribed, thank you. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're listening on the podcast, then um, please take a few moments, not while you're driving, but go and rate and review my podcast on Spotify 
or Apple iTunes. And if you don't know how to do that, for Pete's sake, people, figure it out. My God. <laughs> I talk to people like, I don't know how to do that. Well, figure it out. It's not that hard. <laughs> so I've been in the mood the past few days. Um, so if you're offended, then the show is not for you. So <laughs> you might as well go find you somebody else to listen to. But um, so I just wanted to talk about when I first started, you know, decided to do a podcast. I was like, sure. Yeah no problem i'll put my podcast out there it'll be the easiest thing in the world and then all of my million fans out there are out there waiting for me to listen to it they've been waiting for me for 50 or 48 plus years to um listen to my wonderful podcast and yeah that didn't happen folks <laughs> so but um it was so challenging and I had no idea the work that goes into creating a podcast. And I am a one man, one woman show for the most part. Um, thank goodness for some updated technology that I can um, use to make myself sound a little better and not sound so much like a complete moron. Um, and, um, I was went back and listened to some of my original early stuff and I was like, oh my Lord, I don't even know how I made it this far, but I, I am proud of myself. Um, the hardest thing I had to learn was how to distribute, distribute the podcast out on all of the platforms. And most of the platforms are super, super easy. Then you have some other ones like Amazon, Spotify, and Apple iTunes, that it's not easy. Oh, I heard, not easy. So, I mean, these people are like discriminative people, <laughs> you know, and um, I mean, that's, they're probably not. That's just how I felt when I was trying to get um, my podcast out on their platform. And the iHeart one was probably the hardest. Um, Spotify was probably the second hardest. And they, I used Anchor, um, the Anchor streaming service for my podcast. Excuse me. And um, they were bought, they were, you know, owned by Spotify. I'm like, gee whiz, people, you own this company and I can't even get on your platform. So, but they've changed that now. And they've also changed um, some other criteria, which is fine. I mean, it's their business though. So that was the hardest thing that I had to learn. And in the midst of all of that was just learning more, you know, how to be more patient. Um, I've learned that I was getting older and it was harder for me to learn. I felt like it was harder for me to learn new things. Right. And, you know, that whole, that saying that you can't teach an old dog new tricks that kept coming in my mind. I was like, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. And there were some days where I was thinking to myself, oh, that's so true. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs> but it's actually not true. You can teach if you're willing to learn and you take the time, you can learn new things. And I don't want to discourage anybody from learning new things. Um, I feel that keeps us young and keeps us upbeat and and focused on something positive other than our you know ourselves 
Um, I do want to make a couple of announcements. So my first announcement is I'm having my free workshop again the week of May 15th through the 15th through the 18th. So it's my free get out of the funk workshop. Um, I would love for all of you that are listening to sign up for it, you can go to my website, www.nikkiasherbowling.com forward slash free workshop. Okay. And it's this workshop, I call it how to get out of the funk. And I call my depression the funk because that's just how I feel when I'm in a depressed state is I'm in a deep, disgusting, gnarly funk. And um, so I so everything in the course are things that I did to help myself get through my depression. I, yes, I made these up, but I actually do them and I still do them today. These steps, I still do them today. Everything that I run into some kind of a uh, wall, you know, or I get stuck with something in my life, then I do this. I do these steps. And so I just felt so... I just had this burning desire to share this with all of you, any of you that is suffering from depression. I mean, some of us will never be over depression or anxiety, but there are ways to make your life a little, you know, a little more tolerable, you know, find some, you know, joy in your life. And I'll tell you, the first year I went through this, I'm like, this crap ain't even working. I don't know why I'm doing it. And um, and then it would start to help a little bit. And then it started helping a lot because I kept doing it. I kept doing it. I mean, when they define, you know, the definition of insanity as doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result, I kept doing the same thing over and over, expecting as the same result. So <laughs> I don't know what you want to call that, but... I call it my new work, my new workshop now. So, um, you know, and this works, these steps that I do actually works and I still do them and I have been doing so much better and I want you to do so much better. So I strongly urge you to go to www.nickiasherbowling.com forward slash free workshop. Okay. It's free. It's free. We have homework, the four days, and then I give out a door prize and I give out a grand prize. And so, and yes, it's, I do this to promote myself as a coach because that is something I feel led to do on my spare time. So anyway, okay, so enough about that. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is I have playlists already available. So if you're just finding my podcast, or you want to share my podcast with somebody, I have playlists that are available on my website and I call it my mixtape list. And yes, it's an 80s term. I was grew up in the 80s and that's my favorite decade. So you can go out there. I have, have them all organized, categorized. So I have one for men. I have one with just myself. I have one with mothers with exceptional stories. have one with holistic um topics. I mean, it's just some great conversation. Okay. So continuing on. So now I want to talk about imposter syndrome. 
So last week, I, last week was a rough week. Um, I was just reminiscing about two years of podcasting and I was looking at my download rate. I was looking at my subscribers. Well, <laughs> I thought I had subscribers. They're all gone now. <laughs> they probably signed up and thought, oh crap, this happens every month. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, I started getting so down in the mouth and I um, was looking at other people's numbers compared to my numbers. And I was like, on it. This is not fair. I have been working my butt off, you know, and I had a very intense conversation with my husband. And if anybody knows my husband, almost all of our conversations are intense. So <laughs> I don't like to have those. But anyway, um, I was like, well, I want my stuff to be up there too. Yeah, I was just whining to myself about it. And just, I was just, yeah, I was just being a, a big baby about it. And I was like, I didn't know what to do about it. You know, I was like, well, for one thing, I maybe I just need to stop doing it. You know, people say um, at least get your first hundred episodes in or, you know, because they find out that people either stop at around 25 episodes or they stop right before their 100 episodes and those are two milestones so to speak where you get a big push in your numbers and so they basically say you're giving up before you know you get to where you can start you know making some money or whatever and um and it's not i would always say i'm not doing this because to make money but i'm doing some of this for to make some money <laughs> because it just takes so much time. And some of the stuff that I have is not free that I use so that I don't sound like I'm in a tin can room trying to get my string connected so that y'all can hear me. So, um, so of course it takes money, you know, and then the time, the amount of time I've spent um, interviewing people and, and doing the, uh, the, uh, the show notes and, and the social media graphics and stuff. I mean, that does take a lot of time. And at first I wasn't good at any of it. So I spent probably quadruple the amount of time putting things together than it really should have taken. I mean, now some of it is I'm super duper fast at it because I've been doing it for a while now. But anyway, I digress. So, so I really was focusing on people that are that I listen to, that I watch on social media and, and, and how much better they're doing than me, you know? And, and so I went to this sat past Saturday, I went to, we had a ladies all day. It's called a regional encounters, but it was at the church that I've been going to for the past couple of months. And they talked about that. You just can't, focus on everybody else. You need to focus on, you know, what God has asked you to do. And I'm like, I thought I was doing that. I thought I was focusing on what I felt like he had told me to do, but was I really? And I, I think maybe I was focusing too much on what others were doing and not just doing my work that I needed to do. And so I felt like I really just needed to, you know, whatever I could do to trim the fat, you know, not spend any more extra money on 
you know, the fun stuff to make this easier. But um, I mean, because I do have a college degree, I know how to do technical writing, <laughs> but I don't want to. So anyway, and then Sunday morning, we went to, um, they have a Sunday service at that church that I've been going to. And I sat in on the ladies teaching Sunday school class and they were talking about, you know, if you ask, you know, you knock, God, you know, they'll answer. If you ask, you will receive. However, if you're not following his word and living the life that he's asked you to do, he's not going to hear any of your your ask. He's not going to answer the door when you knock. And so there's several things going on there that I really need to make sure that I'm doing my part and and not worrying about all the fluff, right? So it's just making sure that I'm still taking care of myself, um, taking care of my health, making sure I have my alone time, doing my devotions, spending time with my husband, um, and then being frugal with my money because that's, I suck at it, people. Don't tell anybody, but I suck at budgeting my money. And I will do good for several months and then pss, I'm going the bandwagon again <laughs> or off the bandwagon, whatever you call it. Anyway, so I just want to, you know, what is going on in your life that or do you suffer or have some kind of imposter syndrome going on? Um, is there something that you need to not look at other people, but just worry about yourself? I mean, if anybody knows me, I love getting in other people's business. I like to gossip and talk about people. And I ask questions. When the police and the ambulance show up on our street, I'm out there. I'm like, you know what? This reminds me of my ex-mother-in-law who's she's passed on, but um, she would always go outside and I would get so embarrassed. But now I'm, I know I know why, because I mean, it's a small town here and um, you're not going to find out what's going on with, you know, Helen and Harry down the street if you don't go out there and find out. <laughs> That's a different story. Anyway, so. So what is going on in your life that is preventing you from paying attention to your goal, doing what you're supposed to do? I mean, are you focusing on other people? Are you focusing on that coworker that got that promotion that you have been trying to get for a long time? I know the feeling. It freaking sucks. It sucks balls big time. So, but I probably shouldn't have said that. But anyway, um, maybe maybe that job's not for you i had i had to come to that realization that maybe you know some of those jobs that i had applied for weren't for me and i had applied for them all the wrong reasons um so if you have any questions about you know what should you be doing just reach out reach out to me reach out to me on social media i mean if you all read my stuff you would see my phone numbers on my freaking page <laughs> You know, you could text me and ask me questions. <laughs> so anyway, but I love talking to you. Well, to the few of you who listen, <laughs> mostly I talk to myself in the in the camera here. I give myself eyes. 
But a little bit of good news before I leave. I did get the rest of my photo shoot pics, pictures, and um, I found five that she, there's like a bunch of them, but I there was five that I really liked. And then my coach was like, I said, well, I found five. She's like, send me the link. I know there's more than five that are good. So she found 25. But anyway, I only get to pick 10. So you'll be seeing some more pictures of me um, that are were professionally done. Um, we had such a, a wonderful time when I went to our intensive retreat. And that was, a, I mean, I've been before, but I really let my guard down and, um, and let myself get close with the ladies that were there. And I usually, I've never, I don't think I've ever done that. And um, because, you know, because when you get with a bunch of women, you start talking about feelings and then someone starts crying and then I start crying and I just, and then they want to hug and hold hands in. Oh, I'm not into all that stuff. So, but I did it. So it must've done something. Cause now anytime someone starts crying, I start bawling my eyes out. So I thought, Oh my Lord, I must've opened the floodgates. <laughs> so anyway, um, I will, um, so for the month of May, as a reminder, I will not have any interviews. It will just be me. I will have my Thursday hostess choice, host choice replay. And um, which is I when I go back and listen to him, I'm like, oh my goodness, I had so much fun talking to that person. And some of them I've just become fast friends with them and I still talk to some of them and it's just been such a great community and I, I really um, have enjoyed it. So I hope you have too. And I wouldn't know that because if you don't comment, like, and subscribe to my videos, I don't know if you liked them or not. So anyway, but um, so I will be probably just recording on Monday and putting them out Monday night or maybe Tuesday morning um next week i will probably get it done on sunday because i will be out of town all week and getting to see my brand new grandson who is such a little sweet baby he's so cute he's such a sweet baby so thank you very much everybody and i hope you have a wonderful evening